0: Problems aren't the problem. Coping is the problem. Virginia Satir. Hello. So what are you thinking? You're listening to the Healthy Mind, Healthy Self Show. I'm your host, Martha Alvarez, psychotherapist and life coach. And this is a place for you to explore your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors so that you can make more mindful choices, achieve those things that you so desire. So tune in and enjoy. Hey there, welcome to today's episode. Today I'm going to help you assess how you cope with stress and um, if there's a better way that you can go about it. Who? has not experienced stress. I think everybody in the world experiences stress. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, except when you don't know how to cope with it. And when you're doing things that are harming you. And what are we talking about stress? We can define it as um, any situation in which you're um, experiencing something that's uncomfortable, that your demands are exceeding your coping resources, whether it's uh, at the moment or long-term, or at least it's your perception about the event, the circumstance that is challenging or threatening. And at that moment, you might be feeling that you're overwhelmed or powerless. So stress shows up in everything individually, collectively, and we definitely each have ways in which we deal with the stressors. So again, today's episode is, um, just hoping that you kind of reevaluate how you're dealing with your stressors and know that you actually do have choices on what to do. And it all starts with how you cope and coping. Basically it's the process of, of how your thoughts and your behaviors, how you use them to manage your both your internal and your external situations and how you deal with it. So I'm going to start off by talking a little bit about the strategies that people use to cope. There's certainly a lot of them, but they come down to two different categories, which is either they're problem-based strategies or emotion-based strategies. And problem-based strategies basically tackle the root cause of whatever the situation is that's causing the distress in hopes of resolving or altering the source of the stress. You do that by problem solving, maybe by removing the actual stressor or yourself, or maybe perhaps by um, seeking Help or information or support, but you're actively dealing with the problem, trying to find a solution. Whereas when you have an emotional focused coping strategy, you're dealing with your feelings instead of the problem. And you've done that maybe by denying or blaming or avoiding or imagining something else or a number of ways. Basically, Emotionally focused strategies focus on a lot of times what we can't control with other people or situations, and it's more internal. It's how we can control ourselves when you can't control the actual problem. And in both these emotional or problem focused strategies, you can do it in a way that's either adaptive or maladaptive as a way to cope. And maladaptive coping can actually help you reduce the level of stress short term but in the long term it's going to hurt you physically psychologically emotionally in all the ways but sometimes you have to use that method initially but what we hope to do is use adaptive measures in coping with our stressors and those are things that you can learn to do with just about everything maladaptive coping strategies maybe You know, it's when you procrastinate or when you displace an activity for a while and like zone out and playing computer or even exercising, or maybe you're sleeping a lot just to avoid the problem, or perhaps you're taking out your frustration, your aggression on someone else, or you're thinking things are going to change like wishful thinking, or you isolate or start feeling bad about yourself and criticizing yourself. And all of those strategies are definitely maladaptive. Certainly things like um, doing drugs or alcohol to just forget about it and not have to deal with it. Those are maladaptive coping strategies, whereas adaptive coping strategies... Can be taking a problem and really breaking it down and trying to find all the possible solutions or asking for help, maybe some self-care, regular sleep, healthy eating, exercise, things that are not going to do you harm. Basically, a lot of the time we are thinking that some of these are both mental and physical and they overlap. And sometimes you got to go back and forth between all of them to find what works for you. So going back to whether it's problem-focused or emotionally focused, your approach definitely has a lot to do with what you feel is in your control. So when you're looking at something in a problem-focused manner, you're basically trying to find a solution to something that is changeable, that it's doable. And often when you're dealing with something that's emotion-focused, Sometimes that situation cannot be changed. And the only thing you can actually change is your perception, your feeling towards it. So it's important to actually identify what the problem is and what possibility of change it has, whether it's internal or external. And that's the first step. And that's often where people kind of forget that simple step and they just go all emotional into it. And they may not realize that perhaps there's actually something that can be done to change the situation. I mean, I see that in relationships all the time. People get heated up emotionally. And sometimes there's a real simple solution to overcoming whatever it is that's stressing the relationship or the person. But they get caught up all the time in their emotional aspect of it and have a hard time, you know, trying to see what it is that they can do about it. And I actually think that the way we cope with stress is really influenced by Well, number one, the appraisal of the stressor, you know, including how controllable it is or not, what you believe is controllable about it or not. And then your disposition, your beliefs, your past experiences in dealing with something similar or perhaps not even being exposed to a situation like that, your disposition as a person, your personality, you know, how your basic view of life is. And then there's your resources on a personal level and also on a social level. So that's why you see some people have better coping skills than others because, you know, it's different for everybody. So take a moment and think, how do you cope with stuff? Are you the kind of person that basically dives into the problem? And let's like, let's find a solution. Let's develop a strategy. Are you a problem solver that you're trying to actively look for something that you can change? Or do you most often cope emotionally and are guided by the way you feel and the way you react based on the way you feel. And, you know, you have a hard time just actually finding for solutions, but you get stuck on your emotion. Or do you do a little bit of both? Which hopefully is what you can try doing. Because like I said, there's times that, Both aspects are needed in order for you to overcome the stressor and start to make a difference and feel things in a different manner. Some things are just not solvable. Death, for example, maybe some chronic illness. And in those instances, you have to really rely on your emotions to be able to cope with these stressors. But the majority of everything else. Usually, there's some sort of solution. The problem is that sometimes people don't like the solution. They don't want to go there. They're rejecting it. They don't want to do the work. Whatever it is, they're not happy with it. And then they just dwell on the emotional part and forget that there is actually a way to change it. And then you see somebody else step into the situation and all of a sudden say, hey, do this, or have you considered that? And all of a sudden, the problem starts getting solved. Actually, that's one of the things that therapy, counseling, coaching, all of that stuff helps people do when you're stuck in a state of stress and you kind of don't know how to cope that's when an outside source can help shed some light so that you can figure out both you know, strategies to use, both problem-focused and emotional-focused strategies to use. So let's look at what some of those strategies would entail. So for example, when we're talking about you know, trying to solve a problem, we want to first break down the problem into more manageable and uh, clearer segments instead of globalizing the problem. Someone comes to me and says, well, I have a problem in my relationship. That's not very exact. I mean, that's a giant, big word, a whole relationship, right? Let's break it down. Let's try to get exactly what it is that you're considering the stressor or the problem. And then you further break that one down. So you create an action plan. Sometimes part of fixing something or minimizing the stressor is actually being able to make a decision or ask for help. Or, um, you know, sometimes you need time management skills or maybe you need to be a little more assertive or have a better negotiation skills or ability to express yourself or, um, you know, just take it step by step. And concentrate on the next step instead of looking far out. Or maybe you need to draw on your past experiences, or perhaps you need to just get rid of your past experiences and say, hey, that doesn't apply anymore in this circumstance. Let me try something new. There's always things that you can do when you're actually trying to solve a problem. And when you deal with it emotionally and you reframe the situation, maybe you can use humor or maybe you just need to accept the situation or practice some relaxation or meditation techniques even practice forgiveness see the situation in a different light look for the positive consequences or what personal benefits like you know personal growth or something that you can learn from the situation or maybe uh, how you develop a closer relationship with someone some people You know, it's very useful to turn over the problem to a higher power. And then there's counseling and self-care, healthy diet and sleep. Sometimes you just need to withdraw temporarily and just take your focus away from the problem so that some of the charge is just minimized and released. Some people like to write down their thoughts, their feelings, talking about stuff. There's so many ways to deal with your stressors. But here's what doesn't work blaming, judging, aggression, taking things out of context, staying stuck, having no flexibility with yourself or somebody else, any type of extreme behavior, completely avoiding the issue, escaping, anything that doesn't help you find a solution, or just accept the situation if it's not changeable and controllable, that is not the way to get rid of a stressor. And that's where people get stuck all the time. Withdrawing is a big one. Blaming is another one. Self-harm, all of those. You basically stay in the state of stress and feeling bad because the problem is not solved. You're either, you know, denying it and just keeping it brewing inside, or you're not actively trying to manage it and find a solution. And that of course leads to all sorts of other issues. So anyhow, whether you're having some internal personal situation that's causing stress or it's relational with others, you know, your job, your kids, your spouse, whatever it is, I'm going to ask you to just take a moment and see if you could identify what's your go-to coping mechanism with stressors. Do you get frazzled, scream out of control, emotions all over the place, or are you systematic? Are you able to break it down? Are you able to identify what's controllable, what's not? Do you have the words in your repertoire to be able to express yourself? Do you have the habits set into place to realize when your body's out of control and you need to calm it down so that you can think better? What is it? What's your go-to and what are you willing to change? It's a great exercise for you to just sit down, piece of paper and say, okay, this is my go-to way. Are you passive aggressive? Are you just aggressive? Do you withdraw? Do you blame, criticize? I mean, there's just so many ways that people do this, but if we're looking for healthy coping strategies for stress, because we're going to continue to have stress, it's just not going to go away. So I say, you know, learn to deal with it. Anyhow, that's uh, kind of my thoughts for today. So until we meet again, my friends, think well and be well. And I hope you take a few moments and just really consider this, what you're doing, how you're showing up and what can you do differently? All right. I will talk to you next week. Until then, again, be well. Catch you soon. Bye. One more thing. Thanks for listening to my Perfectly Imperfect show. Keep in mind that I'm sharing thoughts and experiences and the information on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health or medical professional. If you have a moment to leave a rating or a review, that would be great. It's a way of sharing so that more people can find the show and start making some small shifts.